want it to get too heavy and feel really overloaded. Lamo. Okay, there we go. Yeah, I don't know. That other cable just sucks, I guess. Well, it's Black Friday, and you know what that means. Yeah, no, I don't. Well, I, I, uh, it's a sale. I don't really know what that means, either. The Criterion sale is ending soon. It is ending soon. Did you get anything? No. Hmm. I got something. I just got a gift for someone. I got the Wall-E Criterion for Katie. Nice. Want to take a look at it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, noodle, come on, buddy, get up. I don't oh, know. I, mean, I guess it's not that important if we. Well, we I look. do. No, David, because I can't show Katie. Yeah. The someone. Well, you also can't open it because it's a gift. You don't have to open it. I never oh. said you could open. I thought we were about to watch Wally. What the fuck? Kind of the Ooh, nice. Oh, you got the 4K one too. <laughs> you future-proofed. Katie's going to be so excited that this is in 4K. I yeah, know. No, yeah, I really... Uh, she would have been pissed off if you got the Blu-ray instead. <laughs> David, this isn't... How am I supposed to watch this in Dolby Vision? <laughs> yeah, David, I, to the, be honest, I've never seen Katie put in a DVD. The blacks in this movie are subpar. What do you mean? The color and the color Yeah, gray? David... Um, is this in HDR? <laughs> oh no, just HD. You can fuck right off. I'm returning this. I don't think I've ever seen Katie put in a DVD uh, by her own choice. Mm. So, <laughs> at gunpoint, <you're laughs> you, you take yeah. one of your golf clubs out and you're like, "All right." You open the disc tray, you just drop it in. That's how I taught her how to use a DVD player. <laughs> um, <laughs> What do you think it was like when people like got to use DVD players for the first time? And they after? didn't know how to do it. Well, I mean, I just, I guess, just like our parents' generation, where they've seen, you know, you could, you could get like reels of film, not often, but like some people could get, you know, film reels. And you know, there was formats before film reel to DVD, right? Finally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was working my way through it, because then you got the VHS. Okay. Well, you have Betamax before that true but just barely yeah that's true it was almost concurrent and then laser disc which i think a lot of people skipped i think laser disc is kind of like what 4k is now to people like they don't really it doesn't really that's not they're not that really into it you know aside from the novelty of laser disc i feel like laser disc in the 90s was probably the format for very insufferable people probably because i feel like anything anytime i've like seen a, qu a quote from anyone talking about laserdisc like any clips of people talking about it in the 90s or something uh which i've seen yeah i've heard people talk about it uh they are very pretentious about it like laserdisc is the only way to go i mean it, VHS. It, it, it's it, it seems like a good format um just too damn big yeah I watched a movie the other day where someone had... It was like a CD player, but for 7-inch records, like 45s, from the 60s. Okay. I never even... I didn't even know that was a thing. That's kind of cool. It is a little cool. But let's get back to what our parents' generation must have been like, popping in a DVD. Yeah, well... I guess they were, they were probably like, 
Well, no, I guess they knew what was up because of CDs. Yeah. Unless they were an all, like, ta- they, they had a tape-based collection. So only cassette tapes, only VHS. But it could have been. It could have been. I mean, not only, maybe, but there probably had to be some guy who's like, I mean, I'm still a big tape guy, because you could buy cassette tapes well into the 90s. Mm-hmm. Still buy them. Yeah, oh, well. You can still buy pretty much every format, just a novelty, except VHS. VH- then it was just, like, probably someone, I, they only knew tape, analog technology like that. Yeah. Uh, it must have been really annoying to have to, like, keep upgrading your system. Yeah. I feel like it happens a lot faster now, but there's a there's less of a gap in format changes. Like, I mean, every every home video format is disc-based. There was that little era where you could get CD or get albums on, like, a flash drive. I don't remember that. You could just buy a flash drive with the album loaded onto it. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I don't think anyone really went all in on that, though. Remember you could buy movies as, like, Game Boy cartridges? Yeah. Well, there, yeah, there was that. You could get, like, TV shows and stuff on your Game Boy. I don't... I, I remember as a kid thinking, like, why would I... That's cool, but why would I want to watch something on my Game Boy? Because uh, you don't know any better, I guess. I knew better. And they were also really expensive, I think. The other thing was UMD Disc, which was on the PlayStation port, like, the PSP. That was the only place you could you could watch those. Those were really tiny discs. And then a lot of like computers and stuff had the the smaller slot for like the tiny discs, you remember? Like stuff you get for free in a cereal box. Yeah. Kind of well, I guess like GameCube had that. Yeah. Went all in on the tiny discs. I was my mind I, My brain just about cracked in half when I saw that as a kid. <laughs> it really split my wig. And you were thinking, like, uh, when I'm 30, how tiny are discs going to be? It's going to be microchips you put in your fucking neck. Like your pinky, yeah. It's going to be microchips you put on your tongue like acid. be like, oh, yeah, let me uh, put in my uh, DVD of that 70s show. Let me experience it. And you have to use tweezers to operate the DVD player. <laughs> Remember the episode of Ed and Eddie where they show Ralph's TV? <laughs> yeah. It's a good episode. It's just like an enormous cabinet with a screen that's like maybe the size of uh, like a Kit Kat bar. I wonder if this is... Do you, do you think that looks too burned down? Yeah, uh, no, that's probably fine. Okay. David has an empty candle holder with one like wick chilling at the bottom. Nah. It's too messed up. That's probably... I mean, I don't know. Maybe it would explode. I'm not sure. I wonder if it's too late to put another wax block in the Sensi. You ever do you uh do you like Sensi's at all? Uh, I've never used one. Okay. You're talking about this is a well. This one looks like an owl, but its head is car. Its brain has been carved out and replaced with an empty uh, slot in which you can drop a block of wax and melt it. Yes. And it kind of va- like odorizes. Yeah. Um, I've never used one. I've never seen anyone that has one besides you, actually. Really? Yeah. I prefer candles, but uh, <clears throat> we got some nice uh, wax scents. I got a. I was given a candle as a gift. Well, not a gift. It was more just like they made candles and they threw one my way. Yeah. And uh, the center burned completely, pretty much to the bottom, and then the sides stayed intact. So, has that ever happened to you with a candle? No. No. 
Um, you want to go with me to get some incense? Maybe. I don't know if I'll actually do that. Oh, okay. Maybe. Be cool. I'm down. I like senses. Or incense. Incenses. I think you got enough, like, odor-based objects in here. You got some candles. You got the scentsy. You got your vape. Yeah. Your, your breeze bar. Is that what it's called? Breeze Pro. Yeah. How, how many times did you uh, have to ingest nicotine bef- before it stopped feeling like you were going to puke? Mm, I don't think I ever felt like I was going to puke from nicotine. Oh. Because um, uh, when I started smoking cigarettes, I didn't really do it right. I didn't really fully inhale them. Yeah, what did you do? I don't know. It's kind of like I didn't know that I wasn't doing it, like, and breathing it in right until, like, three months in. Were you smoking them like a cigar? Kind of. But I didn't know that I wasn't doing them right. Um, and then when I, I figured it out, it was funny because I was talking to someone who was like, oh, yeah, so many people don't know how to really smoke. He's talking to Al Pacino. <laughs> you know, they don't know you have to fully inhale. That's not how Al Pacino talks. That's more like... Uh, uh, it's a little more like Marlon Brando. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, and I was like, yeah, they don't. And then I like fully inhaled it, and it was like the first time I'd done it. Mm-hmm. So like, I got really lightheaded. I didn't really feel I was going to puke. Yeah. But I did feel high for like 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, did feel drunk as shit. You just, you were eating it like a Slim Jim, kind of? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, well, no, I was breaking up the tobacco, wadding it up, and then sticking it in my gum. <laughs> like a, a chewing tobacco stick. Yeah. That's what I do with Slim Jims, too. I wad them up and just kind of let the jerky melt underneath my gum. It's looking <laughs> like this. <laughs> When I used to eat Slim Jims uh, back in the day, I definitely felt like I was like chewing tobacco. It's what I imagined chewing tobacco tasted like. Well, probably not. Oh, no, I, it's definitely not. Yeah. But for some reason when I was a kid, I, I I thought chewing tobacco was like probably the tastiest way to ingest tobacco. Really? I thought cigars. I thought they, because like, you know, when I get the pretzel rods, I pretend those are cigars. Oh, okay. I'd yeah. bite one end. Yeah. And then flip it around and work on And I was like, that's probably what a cigar tastes like. A big old pretzel. <laughs> Which would be cool. Yeah. I would smoke that, a cigar that tasted like that. Well, but I never had a cigar. Better or worse than pretzels? Worse than pretzels. Oh, okay. Pretzels are much better than cigars. That's cool. Pretzel rods. Those are my favorite pretzel. I mean, chewing tobacco just looks like juicy and savory. Yeah, it looks like pulled chicken or something. Yeah. Have you had it? Is it good? No. Oh. I've never even earnestly thought to do that. <laughs> is, is Skull the same thing? <laughs> yeah, it's just a brand, I think. Okay. There's no brand out there just called Chewing Tobacco. Then what's Snooze? Like store brand. What? Okay. Well, what is Snooze? What is that? Snooze? Is it Snooze or Snuff? Because there is a type of tobacco you snort. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> It's, they've thought of everything. Yeah. Intravenous nicotine injections. Suppository. They do like an LSD test. <laughs> <laughs> you rub it on your, there's like a tobacco lotion you rub on your nipples. Uh, you know, Jimi Hendrix got the first t- uh, tobacco tab. 
And that's when he, you know, did the cut in his forehead, put it on there, bandana, <laughs> so he could feel like he was smoking a cigarette while shredding. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, Dave, I came, when I came in, Dave was watching that 70s show, and... Um, Are you going into this? Yeah, well, I mean, I was going to make it sound like we didn't pre-plan uh, the so bit. So what? That's what I was trying to... Well, we have a whole, like, game planned. <laughs> With rules, stipulations, prizes. Uh, did you want to talk about Michael Jordan first? This isn't th- David. Um, wow. has heard some co- conspiracies about Michael Jordan's son. Well, we'll get to that. Now I kind of want to do that seventy show. Oh, okay. So were you gonna? I thought you were gonna bring up a still of them all hanging out. We're just looking <laughs> at the title card. Well. I guess I'll mute the TV. Just some background. I mean, I've never really watched that 70s show. Um, I basically don't know anything about these characters. Okay. So here we are on two characters right now. Okay. So here's the first thing. We see Eric. I believe their names are Eric and Donna. And they're in bed together. Yeah. Now, I thought they were brother and sister. So this is really... Is it? You really did? Yeah. yeah, Kind of. I mean, Eric does have a sister on this show. Okay. But it's not Donna. Okay. So I was right that Eric had a sister, but wrong that they were siblings. Cause <laughs> I should have just let you go with that. Based I mean, on this <laughs> yeah, what we're looking at right now is Eric kind of leaning over Donna in the same bed. Yeah, they're brother and sister. <laughs> uh, but they also bump. What? Okay. They also bump uglies. <laughs> now, that'd be an interesting subplot. Um, that, like, it's the whole show they're trying to keep this a secret from their parents. Red and Mimi? Missy? Red and Kitty. Kitty. Okay. So you're kind of in the ballpark. Mimi is from Drew Carey show, I think. I think so. Mimi Bobek. You know more than I do. Okay, so no incest in that 70s show that I'm aware of. But uh, they look like they could be related, right? Uh, yeah, and a sitcom show for sure. I, kinda, really... I don't really understand why Donald is into <clears throat> Eric. Eric seems like a little dork. Yeah, he is. Okay, but Donna uh, you're seems kinda like in the ballpark. Donna seems like kind of a bad girl. Donna is not a bad girl. Oh, okay. Really? Not really. She's like a. She kind of seems like the cigarette smoking, like mean girl. No. No. Okay. Even like potentially, Her, she's sort of the archetype girl next door. Could be lesbian, even. Just because he's just because she's in orange is the new black as a lesbian. Is she? Yeah. Oh, I see. I didn't know that. Um, no, she's kind of like um into like into classic rock. Okay, she's kind of like a hippie girl. Not sort no, not of. hippie. She's kind of like a Lindsay Weir almost. She's kind of like, like a really like academically gifted rock girl. Yeah. Like she's she's she, kind of the Kira girl from she, Wild <laughs> American Summer. Okay, now you're speaking my language. I know exactly what you mean now. <laughs> yeah, she's like a kind of a cross between Lisa Simpson and Lindsay Weir. Oh, okay. Maybe not less less Lisa Simpson, more Lindsay Weir. But also sort of uh if you remember um Shelley Duvall's character in Annie Hall. Mm. The classic rock journalist that Woody goes Woody Allen goes on a date with? Not really. Okay. Getting getting colder here. Less speaking, less less so speaking my language. Well, that's how I describe her. Okay, 
Eric though is sort of a dork. He's more of he's kind of an underdog dork. Is, but he's not like a nerd. He kinda, no, he has like moments. He has cross crossover appeal with like the jock type people. I think he's just supposed. To, he's just sort of an everyman. Okay. Now Donna, to sort me, of a Peter Parker type. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> more of a Venom type. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I guess so. More of an Eddie Brock sort of. I'm gonna get some cheeses. Okay, cool. Now, see Donna, I kind of picture being like, um, woman who's smoked about five hundred thousand cigarettes in her lifetime. By like age sixty or so, kind of like uh, wears gaudy sunglasses. Is thinks the Rolling Stones are the greatest band of all time, and that no band really has ever existed besides them, because they've only right. listened to maybe like three bands, and they've only listened to about two Rolling Stones records. More of a getting the let out kind of girl. Get okay, I see. More of a Zep head. Yeah. Okay. And then Eric's more of a Kiss guy. I see. Uh, so he so he is a nerd. Yes. And sort of the running joke is like, how is she dating him? Oh, okay. Interesting. Kiss and Led Zeppelin do not really cross paths in this, in this uh, story. What do you mean? Do they start off the show dating? Um, <laughs> I think they start off just like longtime friends who uh, both have feelings for each other. But they're neighbors, is what you're mm-hmm. saying? Okay. Cool. It's the childhood friend story arc from anime. Nah, okay, right. Once again, speaking my language. The, okay, is her dad not in the picture? No, he is. The whole show. Is he Bob? Yeah. Oh, that's her dad. What the fuck? Yeah, and then... Because um, her mom's kind of a piece of ass, but her yeah. dad... What happened there? That's also a running joke, is that he also just gets tons of ass throughout the show, which I think feels realistic to the 70s. Okay. When you think about like all those like Where, those her, haggard guys who's like, yeah, not a lot of people know this, but uh, Bob Haskins got tons of ass in the seventies. Okay, I'm done with these two. Okay, let's move on. Let's find. Let's see, uh, uh, well, we do have another character appearing pretty soon. Is it Red Foreman? No. Why don't we just keep this rolling? I think maybe. That's fine. Like once you get like a, I'll give you like a kind of brief be... viewing of someone. Yeah. And then you go from there, but I'll hit play so we can get the cycle through more characters. So this can just be kind of percolating in the background. Yeah. Maybe as we talk about something else. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the through line for anyone who's listening to this, who's like very familiar with that '70s show, which is probably most. Um, sorry, I don't know more about your culture, but I'm trying. I'm sitting my white ass down and listening. Yeah. So just providing some commentary now. They are. Uh, he's waking up from a dream. Okay. Possibly a wet dream. This kind of why he's got a whole Spider-Man bed set. Yeah, that Spider-Man logo though that didn't come out until the nineties. Uh oh. Did you know this? Uh, is this a, a fun fact you you discovered later in life, or is was this mm-hmm. like later in life? As little in, like ten-year-old like, David's like, what? That doesn't look right. It was around 10. Oh, they're doing the dancing and singing. Is the background black and what? No, okay. Where are they? Where is? Where does this take place? Milwaukee? Point Place, Wisconsin, near Milwaukee. Okay. 
So that's why Eric has the Green Bay Packers shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think... Okay, so those are Donna's parents. In the backseat. Donna's dad cheats on his mom, is that what you're saying? Um... No, he goes through a single dad arc. Oh, okay. They get a divorce. Okay. Oh, Eric's probably into Kung Fu. No, I think he just does that for Is the... Is it karate? Uh, oh, he just does the, does it for the <laughs> transitions? Okay. Yeah. That would be cool All for right. his anime arc that he's into Kung Fu. He's <laughs> yeah. a childhood friend. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm just jumping to conclusions here. So, um... You want to talk about... Uh, David really insisted he wanted to talk about Michael Jordan's supposed long lost son well I want to get through all the characters who's in the okay well no he's, he's got a Bruce Lee poster he isn't a kung fu well I think and, yeah it's like a fan but I don't think he's he doesn't do kung fu okay that's Danny Masterson yeah a uh, fucking sicko I didn't know he yeah get out of there <laughs> <laughs> Eric just shoved him out the door well at this point in the show he lives with Eric okay so they're not is he he's not just breaking in and, like at the same, <laughs> coincidentally when they're having sex okay that's cool um so he's is he is he like his cousin no they're friends so why did his parents put up with danny masterson um aka what's his name hyde hyde Stephen hyde sam hyde <laughs> um eric's uh, Hyde lived with a single mom who abandoned him. Okay. That's pretty rough. Yeah. That's like first one parent, then you think you got your other parent. Yikes. I believe his the mom in one episode was, Who played Leela in Futurama? Oh. Um, she was in Married with Children. Yeah, she was also in like that motorcycle show about bikers. Well, she played his mom in an episode. Okay. Is there, a, like, a hide homeless arc? Um, no, he just immediately starts uh, sleeping in their basement without telling him. Oh, okay. Does he, like, live in the school, maybe? <laughs> no. I mean, it's only brief. It's, oh. like, one episode. No, he stays at, at his mom's house. She doesn't kick him out. She just leaves the house. Um. So Eric just went into a reverie about being on a game <laughs> show. <laughs> Which uh, is something a nerd would do. Okay, now we got the whole family here. What's Kitty? Is she must be like a meter maid? She's a nurse. She's a wet nurse. Yeah. Um, what does Red Foreman do? He's like chops lumber or something. Mm, he used to be a factory foreman, and then he got laid off and had to get a job. Uh, it, wait, is his name? He was <laughs> his last name is Foreman, but he was also a foreman. Yeah the fuck oh man I don't know the hubris of naming giving them all (laughs) Uh, his name will be Red Foreman and of course his job will be he's a four (laughs) and he's always so angry he's turning red Mm -hmm. nice the doors shirt Hyde yeah Hyde's kind of also just a classic rock dude does Hyde ever try to bang Eric's mom no. Oh, oh there no, there is an episode where Bob walks in while she's teaching him to dance and uh he thinks that uh Hyde is dicking down <laughs> Mrs. Foreman and he's like, How do I tell Red this? Yeah. I don't like the way he just threw his napkin on his plate. Like, who's gonna clean that up? Eric? Yeah. Do they know that Donna was staying the night? No. Uh oh. I assume Eric's making an excuse now. 
No, he's uh, bragging about how he... Uh, he's uh, just trying to like, oh, yeah, I feel good. The plot of this episode is that Hyde thinks uh, after that night that Eric and Donna had sex because they haven't at this point in the show. Okay. But really, they just held each other all night. Okay. And uh, he gets cooked for the whole episode for telling Hyde that. I see. He spreads it around and everyone's making fun of him. But a little we know, Hyde's also a virgin. <laughs> that is a question that's not answered because he, he kind of just... Uh, uh, I don't know. They really show. They only show him at this point in the show with one girl. I like that he's got the ramen noodle. Justin didn't really care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. You want to fast forward so we can see some more characters? I'm kind of. I'm kind of treading water here. Yeah. Talk, the, just talking about these two. Okay. Leo, so you we, don't. You only need to see once to get exactly what his deal is. He's just Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong, sure. Tommy <laughs> <Shami> Chong. <laughs> Basically, um, you know, playing himself. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, Dave's not here, man. I think he does say that in one of these episodes. <laughs> I don't even know what that's from. Okay, so we got Mila Kunis here. Her name's Jackie in the show. And as David spoiled for me, she's rich for some reason. Yeah, I don't remember why. Her parents are probably in real estate. I think the mom is. I think the dad is just like a vague businessman. Okay. Um, um, I was listening to... So yeah, she's just kind of like a rich sort of superficial girl. Like a snob. Yeah. But she's friends with Donna, so she's kind of like digging around in the dirt here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, her outfits kind of suck so far that I've seen. Okay. That's a cool shirt. So this is the show. This is the part where they're smoking dubs. Yeah. Now we got Kelso here. My Ke- favorite character in the show. Kelso's looking at a stack of Pringles like he wants to fuck them. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's you like, it's a dry uh, hey guys, you ever dick? like stick your dick in a Pringle tube? <laughs> mine stuck. All mine won't fit. Oh, we got Fez too. I think this oh. is the first introduction of okay, Fez. Okay, Fez. Fez to me is coded gay. Uh, Yeah. I mean, probably just bisexual. Okay. Because he does make a lot of... There is, eventually in the show, a running arc where it seems like Kelso is... Or Fez is in love with Kelso. Okay. Like, they hang out all the time. And there's a scene in particular I can think of where uh, Kelso is jealous of a new guy Jackie's seeing. Uh-huh. And he's like, how could she be with him? And he's like, yeah, you have much better eyes. And he's like, oh, you're not too bad looking yourself. And he kind of he, he kind of has like a Smithers to Mr. Burns kind of thing with Kelso. Okay. Cool, cool. Um, but he also is kind of a sex pest. Okay. He, there's a lot of jokes later in the show of him just hanging out in Donna and Jackie's closets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I don't like that you said sex pest, but I'm going to let it slide because that's kind of funny. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, There's a scene where Donna is having a, like, she's crying in her room and she thinks he's alone, and Fez comes out of the closet. like, if you need me, you know where I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is there, like, a episode where he is obsessed with a certain candy? He's obsessed, he's obsessed with all candy. Oh, he likes candy? Okay. Yeah. I've, because, yeah, that's one thing I somehow remember from this show. So wait, no, let's we need to talk about Kelso though. Yeah, he, um, my favorite. Does he play football? No, or he doesn't play any sports. Baseball. <clears throat> really, I'm surprised. Does he? Is None he a, of these guys play sports. Is he in a rock band? No. 
What the fuck? He just he, chills. He just eats Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> he just chills and Max on chicks. Well, I did. He, what the fuck? <laughs> Red's just presenting like a. Looks like he <laughs> emptied an ashtray into. A... <laughs> it looks like he tried to cook up some <laughs> potato chips. <laughs> He's de- he, oh, he just he, threw he, something smoking about to play <laughs> him in the trash. <laughs> Why did he just throw the towel at the hot stove? He th- yeah. He's trying. To, he's trying to burn the damn house down. He's yeah. He's got an insurance scam going on. <laughs> but he um he's trying our cooking Cheetos. If you uh, want to keep up with this episode, I guess it's too late. But this episode is called the Sleepover from season two. Oh, okay. Oh, this is pretty early then. Yeah. Um. But so Kelso, there's really no, it doesn't seem like there's any defining traits about Kelso. He, he's stupid and like handsome. Oh, he's okay. Like a, he's a himbo. He's a dumb hot guy. Yeah. He's a himbo. Okay. But and, he doesn't uh, play sports, so he's just inexplicably in good shape. Yeah, I guess so. I, mean, I think he works out. He does become a cop later in the show. Okay. So he is a See, that's honestly, I was kind of going to guess like he's a douchebag later in life. Okay, Eric's. Oh no! <laughs> this is like this Nightmare seems on like uh, no. I was gonna say this seems like a uh, core Red Eric interaction <laughs> where Eric's doing something kind of fruity and then Red comes in. And he's like, "What's going Calls on?" Calls him gay. Yeah, basically. He just like pointed at the trash can <laughs> that he caught on. He <laughs> the trash can that's basically on fire now. And Eric Eric just couldn't help himself. He immediately starts dancing. Again. Yeah. He's locking the door now so he can keep doing that he's, weird little dance. <laughs> he's, re- yeah. He's got some black dice, huh? Was it, is there any other, let's see who else we got. Because uh, I feel like I've kind of. We haven't really talked about Bob. I mean, I guess we don't have to be watching the show. We can just kind of lightning round through some other characters. I feel like unlike Seinfeld, the um, side characters kind of aren't as nuanced as those characters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, there's like. They're not as like inex- they don't have that X factor that a character like Manya has, you know. Yeah. Um, okay, here still we go. Still fairly antic, but like I said, Leo, you just have to look at the character to get exactly what he's about. Bob, is kind of also a dumb guy, but a more like like a. I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to explain. It. He's a dumb guy, but in a different way. Okay. He's not a himbo. He's like a. Is there any like big twists that happen in the show? Hmm. Like, does someone die or like, does um, do Eric and Donna break up? They do posit that uh. Later on in the show, I think in season eight when Eric left and they had not a lot to do, that uh. Kelso doesn't know his real father. Oh. Not Kelso. I'm sorry. Hyde doesn't know his real father. Like they they do introduce a father character later. As like a sorry, I left. It's like a he works in Point Place, and uh, Hyde's like, "Why didn't you tell me you were back in town?" Kind of thing. But then it turns out later that wasn't his dad, and his real dad is uh, what's the actor's name? The actor who played Mike in the original It movie, and that Hyde is half black. Hyde is what? Later in the show, they suggest that Hyde is half black. Seriously? Yeah. The fuck. It's a very big stretch. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. All right, I think I kind of uh, I've had my I have a better understanding of that seventy show than I did before. I, I want to say. Yeah. Wow, Red. I guess we didn't get that. to his daughter or his his uh yeah Red's Red's daughter. Eric. 
Eric has a sister. Yeah. Where and is she? Red is pref- Red favors her to Eric. I where is she though? Um around. I don't know. Does she not get introduced until later? No, she's introduced right away. But, but she she's just... kinda on and off. Okay. She uh kinda the most problematic character. Her character is just that like she's like a bitchy slut. Okay. Um yeah, that's kind of just all they did with her. He's like a... Is she the blonde one? Yeah. Oh, okay. I saw her... I mean, they do some character development where she's not just, like, mean. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, there's a lot of mean, like, slut-shaming jokes about her. Hey, it was the 70s. Yeah. <clears throat> that 70s show. Now what about let's go through the characters in that uh 80s show. Well, you have Dennis from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> and I eh. You got Rob Lowe. Wow, okay. Stacked cast, really. Um Yafet Koto. Oh really? Yeah. Wow, okay. So the red foreman of the show? I feel like you could be making this up, but this seems too unbelievable. Harry to be Dean up. Stanton. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now, now I'm starting to be suspicious. Yeah, and you got. Uh, Did any of the people come back? Michael Caine. That, that's Michael Caine. That's good. <laughs> He's the Leo of the show. Yeah, him and Yafet Koto are um, red in a relationship. Actually, Yafet Koto is the red of the show. Uh, Michael Caine and Yafet Koto. Um, there's a subplot about them getting AIDS. And it's very sad. But it was. But the they played up for laughs. Yeah, weirdly. And then you got, um, as Kitty, you have, um... Maybe Glenn Close. Glenn Close, exactly. Pretty much everybody from uh, The Big Chill. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum is the Fez character. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I had something to say about Mila Kunis, though. Yeah. A.K.A. Jackie. So, on, um... A.K.A. She, the Black Swan. She <laughs> she was on WTF. Yeah, Deadly uh, TF. Uh, Mark Maron's podcast. Deadly TF. Yeah. Deadly AF. <laughs> Deadliest catch. <laughs> oh my god, what's he doing to her? He's buggering. <laughs> so she was on Mark Marin's podcast and they were talking about like her disastrous personal life. Yeah. Um, the stuff with Ashton Kutcher, but she dated um Macaulay Culkin for a while. Mm-hmm. I knew that. And she mentioned she mentions I've never heard Macaulay Culkin. Talk. Macaulay Culkin is Michael Jordan's long lost son. No, wow. Okay, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay, but she mentions she gets very serious about like the unspeakable, awful things she did to him. Who in their Holly? relation? No, Mila Kunis did to Macaulay Culkin. Okay, and I've never heard him talk about his relationship with her really, about why it ended or like what happened but I can only speculate what kind of fucked up stuff she did I mean she makes it sound really bad yeah I would just you know lock them lock them in a little safe <laughs> under the floor like the gimp in Pulp Fiction and then I'd only pull them out to burn them with cigarettes <laughs> I uh I uh stole his social security number and yeah. bankrupted him she every morning when he woke up, she had a paint can contraption set to swing down and knock him in the head. Every day she was holding a lighter to the doorknob on the other side so that when he touched it, it burned his hand. 
Remember what uh, she left Bruce Willis did to the Gimp in Pulp Fiction? Yeah. Uh, every other day when I wasn't leaving him in that trap for days. <laughs> but what did he really do? She fucking, she left the sink running all the time. She put little toy cars at the bottom of the stairs. Just really fucked up stuff. Yeah. You actually don't know what she did? No, she she didn't say. Oh. She kept it totally secret. But basically says, like, that she's sorry for the way she treated him. But doesn't make it real clear what the fuck she did. Anyway, um, what's this about? This is gonna, the Michael Jordan's long lost son thing. It's just going to be like a MacGuffin, like, not MacGuffin, that's not right. Like a red herring, like we just keep bringing it up but never actually talk about it. Yeah. Unless no, you want could to. go into that if you're ready. Yeah. Um, that's all. Uh, we ate all, ate all the meat off the Mila Kuna's bone. Yeah. All right, let me get my phone so I can get some prime details right. Whoever. That was. Oh, yeah, I guess you did fast forward through a lot of that episode. Yeah. Eric Stash. <laughs> Red gets a job. Is he jobless? Yeah. Yeah. No. That's uh, the ending of season one. The plant goes out of business. Oh my so god. So he's uh un- he's unemployed, and he ends up having to take a job as a manager at the local price mart. Oh okay. But since it's the seventies, he made a killing off that. Yeah, he sent his kids through college and also went back to college himself. I don't think any of his kids go to college. Harvard, to be specific. Like then he gets like a slightly better job as a manager at a price mart. Laura drops out of uh, Wisconsin <clears throat> University, University of Wisconsin. Mm. And then Eric, I think, just never goes to college. He just ends up going to Africa. He goes to Interlochen. Yeah. Gets meets... a degree in um, I don't know, dance or something. No, Eric. They, they he goes to Af- college twice. Why does he go to Africa? I don't remember. Teach English. Okay. Interesting. But that's how he was written off the show. Does Donna stick around? Yeah, Eric and Kelso both leave the show, and it's a skeleton crew of <laughs> Donna, Hyde, who at this point I don't even think lives. <laughs> at the foreman's house he doesn't live at all he's dead he's just like a <laughs> body in a, like a chamber <laughs> he's just permanently in the circle <laughs> yeah they have him mu- keep spinning over him he says nothing <laughs> they have him mummified and they like shove a joint in, under the bandage wrap. well hide <laughs> it's just Donna Jackie Fez and Hyde and sometimes Kelso shows up oh okay uh, Eric doesn't show up until the season finale. And they replace him with his turd. They replace him with Seth Meyers' brother, Josh Meyers. Huh, okay. And he's insufferable. I don't think I know him. He fucking sucks. He has like a Farrah Fawcett haircut. And everything <laughs> he says that's supposed to be funny is punctuated with a like a nod. Oh. He's just awful. That's rough. Like... The most hated character in this show of all. Like, <laughs> he's the scrappy he, too. He comes in, he like uh, starts dating Donna. Okay. Kitty hates him. Yeah. And they try to make Kitty a bad guy for hating Randy. It's like, no, she's she's the voice. Wait, of Wait, where does Randy even come from? He just shows he... up one day in the circle because Hyde becomes a manager of a record store. Okay. At the end of the show, um, and they're smoking weed in the back. And they're trying. Well, they're trying to hire someone. Uh, they have a hire a help wanted sign out front, 
Um, so they're smoking in the circle, and then he just walks into the circle. And is like, hey, I saw you guys are hiring. He just walks in. Oh, okay. Off the street and is a central cast member now. All right. That it, sucks. It does suck. They just decided, like, you know what? It, it's this We're guy. We're the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's something else. Then Eric does come back, and Donna and Eric get back together. It's the best episode of the season. She okay. breaks up with Randy. He walks off, never to be seen again. And uh, just before midnight, before it goes, it's like, you know, boogie nights. They go from 79 to 80. Yeah. Eric shows up. Uh, he sees that she was dating Randy. He was watching the whole time. So he shoots her. <laughs> shoots side for not being his best friend and not stopping it. Walks up as they're counting down and shoots himself in the mouth. <laughs> uh, what actually happens, though? No, he just shows up right before midnight okay. and kisses Donna. That's cool. And then uh, they go down for one last circle, I guess. Yeah. He walks in just like your cat just walked in. Yeah. So I think it's time we get to the meat of the rock show. news. No. Okay. We'll get to rock news here in a second, but uh, there is a fascinating rumor there's a long running rumor that michael jordan had a child out of what with not his wife and the lady lacunas oh that maybe that's what she did to macaulay culkin she she banged michael jordan in 1988 when she was like three or no that's sad yeah (laughs) she gave birth i don't want to think about that yeah well you walked into it dan so he has a a made a son yeah, well, he's got, I think, three sons okay. with his wife. One of them's in the NBA, though? I'm getting to it. Okay. So it's been a long-standing rumor that he had a child out of wedlock in the early 80s, so before he even won championships, um, and that he, he was paying like at, like a child support for 13 years. Mm-hmm. And but I think he, and then I think he, he was paying child support. The rumor is he's paying child support to keep the mom silent. To not ruin his reputation. So he was doing his legally obligated duty to... Oh, I think he was paying probably a lot. Oh, okay. With the agree- I think he was paying with the agreement. Uh, don't tell anyone about this. That she can't speak ever again. Yeah. This is just a rumor. Okay. But then now there's a rumor. There's So there's this... Uh, this guy is 33... Let me get the, get the uh, age. There's a player in the league. Plays for the Miami Heat. His name's Jimmy Butler. Um... And he is 33 years old. He was born in 1989 mm-hmm. in Houston, Texas. Now, nine months before that, the Chicago Bulls were in Dallas, but three days off afterwards. Dallas and Texas, or, or Dallas and Dallas and Te- is only three hours away from Texas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dallas is only three hours away from Houston. Yeah. So it's suggested. That in those three days, Michael went down to Houston, uh, you know, to go clubbing, and yeah, such, have a good time, and may have met Jimmy Butler's mom. Okay. And that Jimmy Butler is the son of Michael Jordan. Hmm. Because Jimmy Butler never knew his father. Yeah. And he was also, um, paying child support for 13 years the mm-hmm. payments for jimmy butler's uh child support stopped when he was 13 he mm-hmm. was also kicked out of the house when he was 13 because mm-hmm. his mom said i just don't like the way you're looking a lot of people have su- said 
Jimmy Butler looks just like Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me show you. Let me see what you think. There's a picture of them that someone posted that's half of each of their face. <laughs> <laughs> that's the all the evidence we need. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, yeah, there's definitely a similarity. They definitely have something in common. <clears throat> they play basketball. And uh, I guess Jimmy said when he asked his mom why his father wasn't around, she said to protect his name. Okay. What if um, his father is actually... Red Foreman. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only thing that keeps me from thinking this is true is it seems like too much of a coincidence that he would have like a lost son who also became a professional basketball player and was also drafted by the Bulls. You know? But as we know... Unless the Bulls were organization was aware of the whole situation mm. because you know michael jordan was like huge for them they probably thought well we can't have this get out that our star player abandoned a kid yeah it's kind of like nepotism but so they knew but he doesn't yeah and they're like well we gotta get if jordan if he's a if he's a if he's a jordan mm-hmm. you know he's gonna be good what if his dad is Jimmy Buffett? What if his dad is Burger in Paradise, or maybe Warren Buffett? There's a lot of Buffets out there that his last name is Butler. Oh, I thought you said okay. What if his dad is Austin Butler? Is that the guy who played Elvis? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. Same age. <laughs> Are they actually? No, I don't know. I thought Austin was uh, like 25. Uh, he probably. <laughs> well, how old's uh, uh this guy? 33. He's still playing basketball? Kind of old, don't you think? Getting there. What, when do basketball players usually retire? Late 30s, early 40s. Mm. I think, uh, yeah, because I think Kareem Abdul-Jabbar retired when he was 40. Um. Well, that's uh, it's interesting. Big if I think true. I have more to say. Big if true. Big if true. But yeah, I think it's all mostly hinges off that picture. Maybe make that the clip art for this episode. Okay. The, the two face <laughs> composite of clip Jimmy art. Butler and Michael Jordan. Um, what if? Well, that. Oh man. If only that picture was a sentient being, he could play Two Face in the next movie. Uh huh. Sorry, are we ready for rock news? Yeah. Okay. First story, Misfits canceled their New Year's, New Year's Eve show. God damn it, I had tickets to that. Due to personal reasons. Jerry only and Glenn Danzig are fighting again? I don't know. I'm Glenn saying, Danzig's having sex for the first everyone's time? Getting, everyone's going nuts about Morrissey canceling shows again. Postponing, He postponed some shows due to illness in the band. Let's yeah. turn our focus Illness to. In the head. Let's turn our yeah probably. Let's turn our. Uh, he's. He's um a furry. Who Glenn? Maybe. 
and maybe the rest of the band is not accepting him as a furry. Personal conflict. He's singing Mother dressed in a big panda costume. <laughs> if you want to yiff with me, I can show you what it's like. He's Rar XD. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably be a wolf if he was a furry. But anyway, Mother, I don't know. I think we need to. Do you want to smell my costume? After I rip such ass. Whoa. Here's a uh, headline I saw. Chad Kroger on Bruce Dickinson's. Of Kroger fame. Of Kroger fame. On Bruce Dickinson's anger over weed smoke at shows. Blow it this way. Dude, that's so fucking cool. Dude, Chad Kroger, you're the coolest. <laughs> Man. Honestly. He said that and then did like burned out he did a he like peeled out in his Camaro after saying it. Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden? Yeah. What a that What a nerd band. Iron Maiden? Yeah. Not a big Iron Maiden fan, to be honest. No, they're they're alright. Judas Priest is way better. That's true. And Probably mega. Oh, have we got any Megadeth Metallica beef <laughs> stories? <laughs> no, just kidding. So this is one I I saw the headline and I didn't uh, follow up on it. Oh, you know, there's one more aspect of the Jimmy Butler thing. Now this I don't believe at all. But someone says that when Jimmy Butler's mom woke up, you know, after giving birth, yeah, there were 23 red roses on her counter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just like the idea that's his signature. <laughs> who said that? I don't know, but I don't believe it at all. Twenty three red roses. That's Come so on, funny. That's Michael Jordan's signature. Um, I don't. Do you know this band, the Black Crows? Yeah. With an E in Crows. I heard Michael Jordan sent them uh, twenty three <laughs> red roses one time. Stage. When they're playing in Chicago. Stage crasher takes guitar to the face at Black Crows concert. <laughs> Rich Robinson Robinson went on the attack during the band's concert in Melbourne. <laughs> Uh, there's a video of that. Yeah, hopefully. I'd buy that for a dollar. Your guide to the Ford Fusion key... Oh, wait, no, this is a... I had to change my battery in my key fob. Um, so yeah, that's kind of... That's it? Ooh, Queen and Adam Lambert want to tour one more time. Queen with, uh, Queen with Lambert, kind of like a Sublime with Rome kind of deal? Yeah, basically... Who do you think is better? Objectively. Between Sublime with Rome and Queen with Lambert? And Queen with Adam, yeah. Probably Queen with Lambert. Queen just has be- more better songs, I think. Did you ever watch any uh, American Idol with Adam? No. Adam Lambert was uh, taken over on the show as a judge after Simon Cowell left. They were trying to build him up to be the new Simon Cowell. And there's like a, they're just interviewing... Um, all these people about all these like American Idol rejects they're like who was probably the toughest judge in there and they get to this like cowboy guy like this like real like you know good old boy dude mm-hmm. he's like he's wearing his 10 gallon hat and his you know snap button jacket or snap button shirt mm-hmm. and he's like looks up I don't <laughs> I don't know it's burned in my head he's they like do a zoom in he's like I don't wow <laughs> The uh, 
Fucking. We should be judges on American Idol. Yeah. We could do better than those clowns. Yeah, just give a, it's a no for me to every singer. Yeah. And the rappers come in, it's like, just wow. Oh, the rappers go on American Idol? No, I don't think so. It's not oh, really singing, is it? We get in charge. What if I can't, what if I want an American Idol? We should do like a video. Yeah, it's more more of a, never mind, I'll, I'll save this for after the podcast. Okay. There's got to be like an equivalent rap idol, right? Yeah, probably. Uh, I feel like I kind of bungled the Jimmy Butler story. Watch. No, I thought that was that I I got the I got the idea. Okay. Watch. Man begins singing Bon Jovi anthem in London Park. Sparks massive feel good sing along. This might be the closest humanity has gotten towards world peace. Notes one commentator. You can't That's what st- I said about uh FIFA this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You can't start a fire without a spark, Bruce Springsteen once sang. And frankly, we're not going to argue with the boss. No, sure. Particularly when there's film footage available to back up the wisdom of his words. Oh, uh, they don't have an actual author for this. It's just the author is classic rock. It says buy classic rock, published one hour ago. Man. So Rock is just a sentient person now. Yeah. Classic Rock will not be arguing with the boss. Singer of the song Night Shift. That feels like a really on-the-nose title for a Bruce song, doesn't it? What? Night Shift. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's a little song called Lunch Rush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Sorry, yeah, so that was kind There's of all the... a little song called My Jobs Insurance Plan. Yeah! Listen to this. Axl Rose... Well, I got full dental. <laughs> Vision's covered in medical, do you know? Axl Rose isn't happy with drone pirates bootlegging Guns N' Roses live gigs. Play with your toys somewhere else. I think that's an awesome idea. So people are using drones at Guns N' Roses shows to film. <laughs> Axel's singing like, and a drone is like coming in like hot on his face. It's like, a, remember Dragon Ball Z when there were like those, uh, there was like a brief saga of drones? Uh, And what? Dragon Ball Z. Drones? It's how Dr. Jiro got the cells for uh, oh, okay. Cell. Kind of, yeah. It's like that. I never thought to use a drone to film a concert. It's kind of funny. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Axel Rose would prefer if people hey, flying drones hey. at Guns N' Roses shows would kindly get the fuck out of his face. Let's check out this author, Paul Brannigan. Slash. Yeah, Slash Rose. <laughs> uh. Uh, this guy's been in the biz since 93. Um, okay. We got one more thing to talk about. I like that classic rock guys can't just say, like, can they knock it off? Or we don't really like it. It's got to be, get the fuck out of my face. Yep. <sighs> Play with your toys somewhere else. Act your shoe size, not your, that's your <laughs> IQ, not your <laughs> shoe Whatever the fuck. <laughs> 
Act your age, not your shoe size. It's so dumb. That's kind of uh, all I had to talk about. We're hey, you with the drone. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? Act again? your age, not your shoe size. That's canned ban- uh, stage banter from. Oh, okay. It's just the Paul voice, Stanley. The voice you were doing. What was? What is that voice? I don't know, Paul Stanley. Okay, you've done that voice other times, so. This is how I make Paul Stanley sound. <laughs> okay. Do you know if Andrew worked on the Kiss Cruise? I don't, no, he didn't. No. Just the tours. Well. Well, what? It's about the end of the episode. Okay. We're almost at an hour. Anything else you want to say? Yeah, we're gonna hold. We're gonna hold this team. To run out the clock. Shoot, kick a field goal. I don't know. No, not really. You ever see anyone do this where they tuck the top of their hoodie under their chin? No, you kind of look like a whale. Let <laughs> <laughs> me take my glasses off and then really do it. Hi, 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 hi. Knock, knock, knocking on. There we go. How's that look? Is it scary? Yeah. Okay. You look like the 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 bugger man. <laughs> I'm gonna go walk around like this. I'm gonna go through the Burger King drive-through and order everything on the menu. And then this... when I when I pull up to the window, they'll know I'm joking. They all have a good laugh. And Can I'm gonna drive off without paying for anything. Uh, no. Was this Burger King? No, it's the Bugger King. Get him, King. King <laughs> comes out and buggers you. Oh no. <laughs> Rubbing his fucking plastic face all up and down your body. And I pull out my Uzi 9mm and blast him away. Getting a blowjob by the the Burger King? I wait until he's done and then I blast him away. Dude, imagine you're at a glory hole. Like, oh man, I can only imagine you're sucking my hog <laughs> right now. Sure, a plastic mask being banging <laughs> against the... <laughs> Who is the, this? The it's the king in there. <laughs> Come dripping out his plastic mask. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's sucking dick he's, through like the little plastic slit. He's got his body bent at a right angle, goatseeing at you as he does, as he's like, getting ready to finish off another fella. <laughs> the Bugger King. It's like a bejeweled hand, like <laughs> like five hundred rings. Yeah. It's like, wow, this is a lot of a lot of metal going on here. I don't know if I'm into this. Is doing you ever it heard for of me. the Stranger? The Stranger. Yeah. No. That's like no. I think it's, the, I think it's the Phantom Stranger. No. <laughs> I don't know. I heard about this in high school. It's, it's a weird. It's a sex movie. Having do- yeah, it's a sex movie. You, it's done at night in the dark. Okay. So you're uh, already having doggy style. Okay. And uh, your partner is staring at you know man or it could be a man or a woman. Yeah. Uh, is you have her facing out the window, and what you're supposed to do is have a friend in the room, like in the corner in the shadows. And you're supposed, to, you're supposed to pull out at one moment, and he's supposed to take your spot real quick, and then you sneak out of the room without them noticing, and then go outside, go to the window and wave. <laughs> and okay. what, imagine this scenario where before you've gotten to the window position, she already looks in the window, catches a quick reflection, it's the Burger King. <laughs> okay. He or she. So you commit sexual assault. Yeah, it's just rape. 
but it's it's actually a sex move, so it's all it's all <laughs> in the game. Yeah, it's all in the game. It's just the uh, they call it the Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> Imagine that scene. Revenge, Revenge of the, of the Nerds, He's dressed. He's dressed like the Burger King. Yeah. I actually haven't watched that movie in years. I've never seen it. Eh, it sucks. It stinks. <laughs> well, all right then. Yep. Get the let out. Go. I wouldn't recommend to all of our listeners. Don't try out that move. No. Without proper consent. Yeah. Do not do rape. Maybe plan it ahead of time. Get everyone on the same page. Then do it. It might be fun. Yeah. Ah, the novelty's gone with the surprise. That's true. This is this is the a surprise of committing a sex crime. This is a banned sex move. Yeah. It's on the Yu-Gi-Oh banned cards list along with like Dark Hole, Monster Reborn, <laughs> The Stranger, The Phantom Stranger. It's a I I don't know. Isn't The Phantom Stranger also a Vetcher Brothers villain? Phantom Limb. Okay. But yeah, don't do that move. It's not cool. It's not chill. No. Not as chill as your dog right now. Yeah. Noodle's having a dream about doing the Phantom Strangers. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Donna from <laughs> that 70s show. Well, there's an episode where they do that. <laughs> yeah, Eric uh, sneaks it, out and Red takes over. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it, the 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 plot the B plot is that Fez was telling Eric they should do that, mm-hmm. and he finds out that he did it with Red, and he gets very upset. But then he's like, ah, "Listen, Fez, me and my dad just don't do stuff together anymore since he's got that new job." I understand, Eric. <laughs> it's just, it's the Phantom Strangers, and it's just like every male character in the show. And then the uh, end of the episode is Kelso yeah. and Fez do it to Jackie. Okay. But Jackie doesn't like Fez, so it's like, whoa, what? <laughs> yeah, but I'd, I'm just picturing, like, a whole crowd, of, like, the entire male cast, I, like, out on the yard <laughs> waving from the window. Leo. <laughs> yeah, Leo also. Well, I think the that 70 show would be a lot better if that happened, but I don't know if I'll ever watch the show. So they around a little longer, you might. Uh oh, I can't stop the episode. My mouse isn't working. Cool. What if I 